Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers Podcast. This is After Hours. I'm your host, Chris. Gator. Blake. Chop. And we're still drinking uh, Rio Brazos Distillery Boxcar. So the way After Hours works is uh, we get done doing our main show and we still have topics to cover. So we get drunk and soupy and continue on. Or maybe topics that are not suitable for your everyday normal show audience. By the way, fuck you, Chris. Fuck you, Rob. (laughs) Oh, I think you did Uh, it wrong. I think it's Rob. But yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, you're wrong, Chad. Who's back? Back again. Uh, all right. So, what do we got? Uh, let's talk about. So, I watched the new Rambo movie. Oh. Um. So no. this time, I don't remember what Rambo it is. Rambo fucking Last Call or something like that. Last Call. If my it, God. I hope so because goddamn, he's getting old. Look, uh, this motherfucker has has been doing these. Sylvester Stallone, his his voice was already questionable, and he's so old and so his his face is melting in front of us, (laughs) right? Like he can't even talk anymore, and and now he's got a lisp because he think he I think he had all of his teeth pulled and he's got dentures or something. But this time around, Rambo is fighting the Mexicans because I guess we ran out of like people for rambo to fight like we already fought the terrorists we already fought the 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 last one was in burma or something uh yeah he fought in afghanistan so they had to figure out how to to market this rambo to today's generation and the only i guess the only people that they could um like really drive that square peg into the round hole is oh well the cartels nobody likes them you know we can't fight the germans or the russians anymore so we'll fight the cartels. So this time around, Rambo's fighting the cartels. Uh, don't ask me why. He's in Arizona now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> because dude. every other time he was like up in the mountains or or overseas somewhere. This time he's in Arizona and he's he's fighting the, the cartels. And what I will say is that if you're into that good old-fashioned hyper-violence, you know, that real America shit. This is a good one. This motherfucker is like, there's a scene, and, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil the movie for you, but there's a scene. He's got his badass Rambo knife. Um, obviously, it's sharp and pointy on one end, and the other end has like a, like a, like a spike on the handle. You know, so imagine not like a cutting spike, not a sharp spike. It's just a, a pointy, like break a window. You know the like you yeah have to, like a wire like a you yeah. get out of a car or something. right it, like you have to break the windshield of a car it's it's kind of like that on the on the on the um, handle of his Rambo knife so he takes that handle and he's holding the blade up to this dude's neck and he rears back and he stabs the guy with the the handle of the knife right in the clavicle boom Ugh. now the guy has a puncture wound in his clavicle. And his clavicle's broken, and Rambo sticks his thumb in there, and he pulls that that collarbone out. And he's trying to get the guy to talk, and he starts torquing on that collarbone. And he's like, I'm going to break it if you don't tell me what the fuck. What? Dude, <laughs> I'm saying, if you're into some good old hyper-violence, it's, he's got it. The, this Rambo has that, it. Dude. I never even thought of that. Now, now, what I will say is in this Rambo, uh, 
he's they're they're playing this angle where it's like I'm going to stand for what I believe in and I'm going to defend my ground and you know I may be up against overwhelming odds but uh, I'm prepared for it. So he has like this home alone type complex. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he digs all these tunnels and he takes his fucking you know because he fought in uh, Vietnam war, I think or whatever. War, he yeah. takes all of his experience and he digs these tunnels all over in in Arizona. <laughs> And then the cartel comes and fucks with Rambo on American territory. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Now they're in for it, huh? Dude, it's... it's The story is whack, because I don't know... Again, I still don't know why Rambo is in Arizona, but he fights the cartel on on American territory. And blows <laughs> everything up and kills everybody. And they do a callbacks to every weapon that he's ever had. So, like... He's got his Rambo knife. He's got. Remember when they they switched to like a, a Rambo machete kind of, or you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It, it wasn't quite a Rambo knife, but it was like a. So he's got that motherfucker like that he can hack people's legs and head off with, and he does both of those things. <laughs> uh, but then he also like shoots a bow and arrow and pins a motherfucker against a wall. Like he does yeah. it all. He does it all. Bandana. He's got the now, bandana. Now what I will say in this one, he gets his ass kicked a couple times. He gets his ass kicked a couple times and some other ones throughout. Dude, I they they left this one and someone I, when I was explaining it to him today, someone was like, "Well, did he live or did he die?" And I was like, "Well, clearly it's Rambo. Like they have to leave it open for another one." But goddamn, can I hope he died? <laughs> like at the end of this movie, he's he's been shot a couple times, he's been cut up a little bit, and he's been busted up, and he's had his face cut and stitched back together. Unforgiven, dirty Harry. I hope I hope Rambo is dead after this episode. <laughs> I really do. He did what he set out to do. He killed everybody, but you know. So very similar to the Rambo movie. I watched it. I don't remember much of it. You talking about it is bringing some back. Uh, who is the guy that was in Unforgiven and Dirty Harry? Super famous dude. For Clint whatever Eastwood. reason, Clint Eastwood. For whatever reason, I can't remember the Rambo movie. I also couldn't remember that is Clint Eastwood. Dude, but Clint Eastwood in his later movies, he's melting off the screen. Also, mm-hmm. dude, I think I think Sylvester Stallone is worse than Clint Eastwood. God damn, that motherfucker looks older than Clint Eastwood, and I know he's not. Clint Eastwood's been eighty years old for like fifty years. Yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> since nineteen ninety. Dude, Rambo is like a hundred and twelve in this Rambo movie. God. <laughs> like, dude, it's it's gnarly. Like. It looks like he had a stroke or something. Oh, bad. no, dude. I you know can't watch that. Last night? What's that? I watched fucking Boondock Saints. That's a good movie. Dude, you don't realize, you don't realize, like, uh, who's the motherfucker that was in Walking Dead? What's his name? Which one? Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. You don't realize Norman Reedus got older when you're watching Walking Dead. You're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy from Boondock Saints, right? Until you watch Boondock Saints and you're like, dude, he looks like he's 19 years old. Like, yeah, yeah he looks so young in Boondock Saints. And sh- and what the fuck happened to Sean Patrick Flannery? I don't know. That guy did not uh, leverage his fame from Boondock Saints at all. Uh-uh. Not at all. Well, like, clearly I mean, Norman Reedus did. But Sean Norman, Norman Reedus really didn't until Walking Dead, though. Like, you didn't hear anything between Boondock Saints and Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah. And there was a decade between those two things. Dude, Norman Reedus right now could go straight into, like, a John Wick type movie you know he's the, right he's got that level of fame they would they would cast him yeah uh yeah uh, i do wish i do wish um he would do that instead of just being in walking dead 
But Sean Patrick Flannery didn't even do Walking Dead. Like the guy didn't even. He does. He's done nothing. It seems like David Ellarocco did more than Sean Patrick Flannery. Well, he's more likable. Yeah, he is the funny man. Yeah, I think he's literally the funny man in in Boondock Saints, right? Saints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But dude, that is a good fucking movie. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, it's great. It's it's great. It was perfectly cast. Look, and they paid they paid Willem Dafoe enough to show up. And of yeah. course, his acting is impeccable. But they also they also got uh, the 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 main actors, uh, Della Rocco, um, Sean Patrick Flannery, and uh, Norman Reedus. And these yeah. guys were basically unknown, and yet they crushed it. Like they crushed those roles. And while I don't really believe that they were brothers, uh, I can't help but appreciate their performance. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and so this how this came about was I watched the uh, the Spider Man movie that we talked about in the show, um, which had William Defoe who plays the Green Goblin. Willem Willem Defoe, not William Willem. Yeah, Willem Defoe played the Green me, right? Green Goblin uh, in the in the Spider Man movie, and then we were appreciating how good Willem Defoe is as an actor, and I was like, dude, fucking Boondog Saints, he's a fucking legend, and. I uh, ended up watching Boondog Saints, and which is a way better dude, movie than Spider Man, by the way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it t- it turned out fucking awesome. Like, I could not have ended my night in a better way than watching Boondog Saints. Like, that's and, you such know, it's a got good a, movie. It's got a little bit of the old school like hyper violence, also, right? I mean, dude, when when he's chained to that toilet and he rips that toilet off, it makes me want to like throw a chair through a window. Oh yeah, or the uh, there was a firefight with William Defoe, and it's like six dudes, but it's actually just one dude with six guns. Yeah, it's fucking badass, and it's got Ron Jeremy in it, which you know we all we can, we all can appreciate Ron Jeremy as an actor, right? mm-hmm. dude. That, <laughs> yeah. that was a cool ass movie. It was super well done. Uh, I put it right there. Was dude Snatch is another one for me that's just like that. I will say that number two kind of sucked. Um, but yeah, absolutely, Boondock Saints one stands with Snatch for sure. Uh huh. Yep. Which, by the way, the gentleman is out now. Watch the gentleman. That shit is good. All is good. it? Is that the same director? What's that director that did it's all Guy, this movie? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Did he? Yeah. Is that the same shit? Yeah. It's Guy Ritchie, and it's got uh, it's got the dude from uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, oh. Yeah, Jax, Jax Teller. It's got that dude. Yeah, I can't remember his name right now. I'm going to yell it in the microphone. Just And the Texas boy, Matthew McConaughey, is lead. I guess I need to check it out. I That might be some cool shit. Did y'all watch the new the new Tiger King episode? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It was disappointing. Honestly, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Me too. Uh, I didn't have high hopes for it. I am a little bit bummed out that everybody's just dogging on, on Homeboy. Hey. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam, yeah. Uh, Jeff Lowe? No, no, no. Uh, Tiger King. What's oh. his name? Everybody's not. Saf was like, no, nah, he's a good person. There was a, there was two of them. It was Saf and the other dude that had the fucking stock car Yeah, but everybody him. knows Saf is loyal as fuck. Like, yeah, Saf's, and the Saf's dude, OG. Like, and the dude with the stock car behind him. That dude, too. He didn't hate on him, either. Oh, with the fake legs? If you'll notice, it was Jeff Lowe and everybody that still works for Jeff Lowe that hated on Tiger King. 
Yeah, because homeboy with the with the long hair. He works for Jeff Lowe now. That's still maintaining the the. He still works for Jeff Lowe. Yeah, it was everybody that hated on him in the in that one was either Jeff Lowe or somebody that worked for Jeff Lowe. I wish they had gone deeper into the Carol Baskin. Baskin. I was gonna say all I know is that bitch Carol Baskin gave. uh, That's the one thing that they all agree on. All of them agree that Carol killed her fucking husband. Like all of them are like, oh yeah, she killed her fucking husband. Like, even if they hate the dude, they're like, yeah, fuck the Tiger King, but also fucking Carol did kill her husband. <laughs> I really like that dude. I don't remember his name because, I don't know. The long hair guy? No, the the guy with no legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude's super cool. Yeah. And he seems like he's down as fuck. And I don't know why he has a race car in the background, but... He's got a fucking race car. <laughs> it makes me like saying. him more. That's what I'm saying, dude. He took his interview with the stock car behind him. It's way better than in a fucking bathtub. <laughs> Maybe it's saying something, dude. That shows that shows f- fucking crazy, and and the other thing that's crazy is like, dude, the timing. How could the timing have been more perfect for something like that to happen, yeah. dude? And if like, this if this coronavirus shit hadn't happened, it wouldn't that, have been as popular. That wouldn't have not. Yeah, it just it it hit at the exact right time. Yep, everybody's right like the right time. What else do I got to do? Everything now look, I'm not trying to take away from it. Talking about this shit, I'm not trying to take away from it. It it it's a good documentary. It's entertaining. The story is fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, but it also hit at a time when everybody like they had a captive audience. Yeah, for sure. It just everything hit right, man. It's crazy. And right now, it's it's like the biggest documentary that's ever happened. Don't fuck with cats, man. Yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother one. But kind of the same thing. Like, it's a huge hit. Like, don't fuck with cats. <laughs> yeah. And don't fuck with Carol Baskin, apparently. Nah, dude. dude and then you're fucking with cats, right? She spent millions of fucking dollars to fuck with Joe. Millions. So, so Chop. Huh. Salvi is still legal in one state. Yeah, it is. And, <clears throat> Yeah. I don't know how I came across this, but apparently, apparently, you can still get salvia in one state, which is fucking wild to me because salvia is way fucking harder than like. So when I came across salvia, mushrooms or when I came across salvia, uh, I kind of stumbled into it and then was like, "Holy shit, this is something that they just sell." Yeah, it was legal. You just buy it. Yeah, and so you know, I bought it. yeah, the 5X, the 10X, the 30X. Later, it got outlawed, which it should have been from the get-go. People should have been like, holy shit, this is legal? No, it's not legal anymore. It's so that's what they did. Drug. Yeah. Apparently, Georgia is still like trying to figure this shit out. Damn, dude, I want to go to Georgia. <laughs> dude, my thoughts were exactly, it's on the way to Florida. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go stock up. Yeah, you stop in Georgia on Man, the way to Florida. It's quarantine time. Could you imagine if you were in Georgia coming back to Texas? You'd be like, what's up? Salvia quarantine. Can you? Oh. Quarantine on Salvia. I, wanna, I, wanna, I want these two to pair together, and I'm trying to figure out how to make it happen, but fucking Tiger King and Salvia. Nah, dude, meth trumps it, and they already in, in, integrated that. So, Apparently, uh, uh, what's, what's dude, Tiger so, King's uh, name? Joe. 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 Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Apparently Joe Exotic's uh, initial love interest, uh, cheap knockoff Batista. You know what I'm talking about? The guy with all the, the tattoos. No teeth. How about no teeth? Yeah. So apparently he got new teeth, and that's good. Yeah. 
he uh, he's selling himself a lot better these days than he was during the during the initial interviews. He's straight. It's John Finlay, and he also yeah he also got married, and I think he knocked a chick up. Yeah, he's got a baby on the way. Which brings me to the next question: um, Was he ever gay in the first place? No. So all of Joe's fucking husbands were teenage guys that were straight. All of them, except his last one, right? The last one's gay. Last one was gay before he got there. I don't not, know. Not the guy that shot himself, and not Finlay, but the last, the one that he's still with, dude. According to the documentary, every straight guy is a bag of meth and two tigers away from being gay. Yeah, I think that's the, the moral of the whole story. <laughs> oh man, that's scary. Not only that, not <laughs> that only just bypass the leg hair brushing against your leg hair. I mean, not only that, yeah, we just jump right over <laughs> right to the tigers. For, it, it, it transitions the gender, and for females. Is the admission to polygamy. Two tigers and a bag of meth will introduce females to polygamy as easily as it will introduce straight guys to being gay. Who's the guy that took the took the zoo from Joe? Jeff Lowe. So Jeff Lowe's wife. Je- okay, first of all, we have to talk about Jeff Lowe's uh, nanny, right? Well, his wife is hot. It's his, an Instagram thought. And his, nan- his nanny is hotter. But, yeah, dude, his wife is hot, too. His wife is hot and his nanny is hotter. So it turns out if you have a lot of money and you own a bunch of tigers and can... Dude, I'm telling you. Doc Swindle Ant- some bitches, huh? Dude, Doc Yantle is an old, ugly motherfucker. He has like five, five fine-ass girlfriends. He doesn't actually marry him, but still. The the deal with him is, is like if you work on my ranch enough and you do the things I like enough and are part of the team that fucks me every night... Part then- of the team... <laughs> Then, Take one for the team. Then he he builds him a house on his property, bro. And he's like, you play with tigers all day and you entertain my sexual needs at night and you have this badass house and this life of playing with tigers. Damn. Jesus. And that's and that's And I his, fuck you all the time. His whole fucking staff is like younger pretty women that live on property. And when they work. age out, he, he, he <laughs> keeps them around to, you know, take care of the tigers and stuff. But then he just picks up a new one. Mm-hmm. It's Apparently, crazy. salvia is legal in 16 states, by the way. Is it the whole trail all the way to, to Florida? <laughs> no, actually, that's the exact opposite. It's not legal anywhere there. It's legal in Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, Utah, Idaho, Montana, Washington. Oh, shit. Uh, Northwest. <laughs> Most of the places that the weed's legal. Yeah. Uh, Oregon, uh, yeah. New York, Indiana. How, how does Whiskey and Whiskers feel about salvia being legal? Now, I'm not going to delve into, you know, has anyone on Whiskey and Whiskers ever taken salvia? I don't want to go there. I want to ask, does Whiskey and Whiskers think it should be legal? <clears throat> well, Dude, it is a harder mind-altering substance than almost anything, I would argue. it's a, a Dude, it's a hard 30-second trip. It's only 30 seconds. I, I Dude, I go the other way with all this What if shit. it feels like you lived a thousand lifetimes in that 30 seconds, though? <laughs> I think I think that uh, you actually do live a thousand lifetimes. I think that most things should be legal, man. People should experience these things. It might fix but some wrongs. Have it you might... ever? Ha- you ever? I'm trying to think how to say this. You ever had that feeling? Maybe while you're doing one of those things, you're like, "Oh, now I see why this is illegal." <laughs> Honestly, I, has I that have, epiphany ever occurred? <laughs> I have that epiphany oh. after the fact, like not during, but after. During, you're just like, holy shit, like, I'm on a carousel, like, stopping in different realities, and then you come back to the reality that you started in, and you're like, 
Oh yeah, that's why that's illegal. <laughs> I'm gonna so, I'm gonna pitch this too. Maine and California have it legalized with age restrictions, and uh, Tennessee and Michigan have it le- or uh, de- decriminalized is the word I'm looking for. Do you think it's bad for you? Oh I yeah, mean, I mean we're si- we're all scientists here. Do you think it's bad for you? No. Yes. Yes, it is absolutely bad for you. Well, you think it just like kills like half your brain cells? Here? <laughs> I, nah, I don't know about that. It but kill it's, it's tobacco. It's bad for you. It's going to be bad for you. It's not tobacco. It's salvia, dude. I, there's there's some things there that are crazy attachments to other substances. Other substances have some of the same effects. Sometimes, if you hit, there's certain substances that I can think of in particular. That, but are any one of those substances as intense as salvia? Oh yeah, in any given moment. Uh huh. For yes, sure. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Well, I, I can't. think it would depend on dosages and stuff like that. But I would, I would make an argument that any hallucinogen can be as strong or stronger than salvia given dosage. Dude, now, I've had, I've said, hey, I've known people that have uh, taken some ecstasy or MDMA that have you fucking huddled up under some covers like crazy shit dude and yeah, but do any of them make you jump out of an apartment window yeah. that's where i'm going lsd ghb yeah, I was gonna say lsd or, or or mushrooms anything like that if you take enough of it it's gonna fuck you up yeah, yeah that's that's a fact mushrooms can be intense too and that's one for me i feel is on the lighter scale i feel like mushrooms is a, a little more manageable i feel like you can guide that trip a little bit more than like lsd or possibly uh even uh salvia yeah there's no guiding nothing on salvia. there's no guiding just... salvia yeah there's just i'm along for the ride that's yeah it. that's Dude, it you what, better have a good seatbelt. what i will say and i i you know will openly admit i guess i've had a checkered pass and tried most things that are available on the planet um because i had the uh i'll try anything once mentality but only I, the legal things right no, yeah. no, dude. I pretty much tried everything that I could get away with fucking trying. Past statute of limitations, though. Yeah, way past statute of limitations at this point. So, uh, I, dude, I, I would say that the first time I tried salvia, uh, it, my my mind kind of flipped on itself, and uh, and it was a very familiar feeling. Like I remember, I think I might have even said out loud, "Oh, I know what this is." Like. I've I've had this this before where my whole world just turned upside down. I, I, I am familiar with being in this space of complete like hallucination. Um, so the point is there's other things out there that for sure <laughs> for sure are on the level. And and from my perspective, I'm one of the people that believes that like pretty much all of these mind alters altering substances should be legalized and i think if it was legalized um then a lot of the the deaths and the problems that we have would root themselves out and uh Dude, there's there's a really good argument for that like there so like for instance uh marijuana and mushrooms are both schedule one ecstasy is i believe also schedule one All Dude, ecstasy was legal in my lifetime when i was alive yeah. it was fucking perfectly legal so all three of those actually have uh, medical uses. And Schedule 1, what it means is that it has no medical use. It is strictly only a uh, drug for Which intoxication. 
crazy right. because for me medicinal use would be THC and mushrooms across the board like that's right that, that yeah. cures all types of ailments from physical to mental to psychological so there's actually been a lot of studies about using either uh THC CBD uh uh ecstasy or dude LSD magic too. mushrooms LSD or too. magic mushrooms and LSD all were used in uh treatment of uh PTSD PTSD, and it worked, cancers, and it worked really, really, really well. Oh yeah, for dude. PTSD, dude. For it, PTSD. Substance abuse, chop. This so, is the yeah. this is the one that really fucking wrapped my head into a wormhole. Substance abuse. So people that have problems with heroin and and real like real 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 hard shit to get off of, right? Like, right. I've heard a lot of cases of them going to MDMA or uh, or psilocybin or LSD or um, what's the tea? Ayahuasca, you know, all yeah. these different things that are very potent, very mind altering, very hallucinogenic to cure an ailment of chemical dependency. Addiction. Exactly. Yeah. So I have to no, go I, back. Absolutely. Does does whiskey and whiskers think that uh, salvia in particular should be legal. It, okay, should it be illegal? Should it be um, decriminalized and and medicinal, or should it be fully legal? And I think available? salvia has all of the potential of LSD, ayahuasca, and 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 uh, and psilocybin. So you think fully, fully fully legal, or do you think medicinal? At least medicinal. At least medicinal. Because I think that I think, there, I think there's value there. You can you can pre- jump into a trip that's only thirty seconds long instead of some of these other ones that are lasting eight and ten hours, and and really come to some realities about your life very quickly. Chop, what do you think? I think decriminalized. Uh, I could. I could and medicinal maybe lean on that. Not legal, but I could, medicinal. I could maybe lean on the edge of medicinal, yeah, but I would I would venture to say decriminalized. I don't think so. That we should make I, it easy would, to get, but you should well, be no, penalized no, 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 no. if what you I, have it. What I was going to say is I, I, I would venture to say decriminalize, and my reasoning behind that is I don't think anybody on Salvia is doing any harm other than maybe to themselves. Uh, they might run down the street and face plant or some shit like that, but like I don't I don't think they're hurting anybody else. Uh, Name one person you, you know that's done that. <laughs> yeah. All right, I Gator, think, what, uh, what, what, what about you? No, so, I want to I pass this all the way around the table. Gator, uh, what do you think? I think it should be illegal. Illegal? Mm-hmm. Just because, uh, like, I know we can sit around and talk about how we can handle it, but that's 50% of the case, you know. For us, 50% of the time, you know what I mean? For us. And we're sitting here be like, yeah, sure. But, like, other people out there, especially the way I observe people now, like, now I, I'm – positive was illegal you know so, it's too strong so i've i've contemplated this a bunch with uh, lsd in particular right because lsd is another one that's highly potent it's there's certain side effects possibly you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of back and forth over whether it's positive or not and what i learned through um my experience which was vast in this particular subject uh is that there there's there's ways there's it's kind of like if you introduce anything that can help in a great way. Sure, kinda... but but making it like uh, just making it legal isn't all of a sudden going to make it good, right? You know it's, what I mean? It doesn't. You make can't it, just make it legal to everybody. It doesn't not make it good, handle dude. It. And you can't go out and try something like this on your own. This is where I'm getting at. 
this is what I'm getting at. Do I think it's a good idea for like in your average Joe to be like, well, I've never done that. I'm going to go out and try that by my fucking yeah, self. No way. No, I think, dude. That's that's a that's a recipe for fucking disaster. Here, there's, let me let me the, have the, the floor. Let me have hold the floor. on. Let me finish my thought and then and then go. So here's here's where I landed with this whole the whole scenario is that you you do it three times, right? The first time you do it with somebody who's done it before, like you don't go in it by yourself. You go in it. Not with the also not with somebody that it's their first time too. You go into it with somebody who has ex, has gone through that experience before. The second time you do it, you guide somebody through it. You do it with somebody who's never done it before, and you then you're the one that is guiding that person through it. And then the third time you do it is when you might be okay to do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. I want to say I think I think Salvia should be legal, or, or I think Salvia should be decriminalized. To the point that um, it's prescribed medicinally for uh, a, a, a well a, a realm of, of PTSD ailments. or psychological or, or yeah even yeah, even yeah. like ADHD or something like you could you could totally like mind fuck somebody and get them back on track you know dude and and this is the perfect the perfect thing to be like here's more stimuli than you can handle reboot. Start over and refocus. Here's where I'm going with decriminalization. I don't think it should be widely available. I don't think you should be able to go into any fucking shop and buy it. However, what I think is that salvia is not that fun. It's not. It's maybe sometimes maybe maybe (laughs) I've heard sometimes it's a lot of fun. Other times it could be kind of shitty. So it, it may be enjoyable. And sometimes it can be fun, but I don't think that it is a fun recreational drug to do all the time. I don't think there's a lot of risk for dependency. And I, I also don't think that there's a lot of people that are just like recreational doing salvia. Dying to do it. That's what I was going to say. There's nobody that's addicted to salvia. Yeah. For that's me, it, for so me, it's I the same with most any... of those with most of those substances. It's it's not something that you do all the time. These are these are some some experiences that I think you are meant to have, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like salvia, mushrooms, ayahuasca, any of that shit, I feel like it's not really you're not really worried about dependence. Um and I, I wouldn't worry that much about it being decriminalized. I wouldn't offer it at the fucking gas station. But because we don't you know, need a bunch of random people just fucking tripped out of their head. Yeah. You got but, that, like I, I said, because people will go into that and do it by themselves, and that's where it, yeah. I, I disagree with that. I don't think you should go in your first time do it by yourself on any of those things. Chop, tell them where they can oh. find us. So we have new episodes every week. You can find the episodes on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find all social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we got new episodes every week. Check it out. I'll see you next time.